I don't know where all my time went I don't know how to define it So tell me how do I fight it When it feels so wrong It's on the tip of my tongue It's every line in this song So it was my mommy's birthday this week. That's exciting. Okay. That's thrilling. Usually for her birthday or for um, like Valentine's Day or Mother. Yeah, exactly. Mother's Day. Um, I'll send her flowers. Yeah, that's a good one. This is an easy thing for me to do, especially because we, we don't see each other very often, especially right now because she's super busy and I'm super busy and now I'm moving. So <laughs> yeah. now I'm going to see her even less. But for um, these but, holidays, generally, I send her, I send her flowers. Yeah. This is normal. This time I thought, well, I always send flowers. I want to do something special because it's her birthday. Okay. So I was looking into other things to send to her that would be at her house in like the two days that I, I gave myself the plan. <laughs> the two days left. Yeah. yeah, because I procrastinate everything. Like I knew it was her birthday. It's not like I forgot and like did it last minute. No, it's, you, I remembered and did it last you, minute. Yeah, you've remembered every day of the week. Uh-huh. Oh, I got to do something about that. I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I got to do something about that. You know, tomorrow is a better day for this. Yeah. <laughs> for weeks. So I, I looked into some other things I could send her. And I came across something that um, a lot of people know, uh, edible arrangements. Okay. Now, now I've no. got to be honest. I don't super know what those are. That's fascinating, Chloe, because that's literally what, yeah. I, what I want to talk about. <laughs> because like, so I, I, I assumed this was just me. Okay. I assumed that I was the only person that thought this. But I thought... Edible arrangements was a sex thing. Me too. I thought it's like <gasps> oh my underwear. gosh, Chloe, Chloe. I thought when it was I realized too. that it okay. I, I okay. when I learned <laughs> when I learned that this is like they organize food to look like stuff or something like that. I I, I was blown it, away. I thought it was like I edible undergarments. Sure, I thought for <laughs> sure it was a sex thing. Me too. I thought I thought that it was like, oh yeah, you, the edible arrangement like you could get like edible like lingerie yeah, or that's something what I thought. or like like something something sexy. It, I thought like, it was a sex thing. And 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 then I was like this makes way more sense. Yeah. This is why people okay. like like okay. at, at work will talk about getting their their friend edible arrangements. I, I, I was always like, oh my, you're doing Hold what on. for your friend? Yeah, I... Oh, you're getting your mother what? <laughs> and like, I was always so shocked by this. And now I, I noticed that this makes way more sense. But I thought I'm the only person in the world that thinks this. I I really thought, I really thought it was a sex thing, and I was really confused by the concept of you being like, yeah, I'm going to send it to her. And I'm like, and then what? <laughs> I don't, I, are you going over there? Are you I'm, telling me you're going to her place? Like, what's so, happening? <laughs> I feel so vindicated. Okay, hold on, hold on. So what are they then? Are they, do you, can you just like, do you just send food to people? I guess, I guess so. Like, it's why, does, like why doesn't people send me this? I want this. Or get like, flowers. It's like food that's like dressed up to look like flowers or something. What do you mean? Dressed okay, up to know look what? like I'm just, flowers? I'm just Googling Okay, hold on. You. Okay. So first I thought it was a sex thing. Then I thought it was like you send like a cheese and cracker package, which I would love. Uh, mind you, I would love a cheese and cracker package. Okay, cool. That sounds look. What am I looking this at? This is like fruit. Are they candy? No, it's fruit. It's fruit. That's that's organized to kind of look like plants. Okay. That's that that seems that seems See, good. See, like this looks like a flower here. Yeah, and instead and... of gifting someone like an obligation, you gift them a snack. Yeah, exactly. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Except okay. I, I don't like any fruit, so this would be a terrible gift for me. Well, you like some fruit. You could just have it just be all like strawberries and like like grapes. Or wait, do you prefer grapes too? I like grapes one, which okay. are the green ones. Yeah, you you don't like grapes too. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I I was I was blown away by this, and then I thought because it was so obvious in retrospect, yeah. I thought I was the only person. And I, no. I I expected to come onto this <laughs> and podcast be and be blasted. I thought you were going to destroy me for this. No. And I am, I feel so good about the fact that you are in the same I boat I feel kind of bad I'm, about I'm the fact so... that I'm in this with you. 
I feel kind of bad about it. And now <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking of all the people listening. And it, originally I thought, oh, everyone's going to mock me. Okay, Every, everyone okay. who hears this yeah, episode yeah. is going to go, wow, Sophie, you're so dumb, you dumb little baby. <laughs> you think that they're sending sending people edible I underwear I also did. As, as, like, a thing, and that's, like, common lingo. And they were going to all blast me. And now, because you agree yeah. with me, I'm wondering how many people, Other people actually yeah. think this. How many people are like, I'm Whoa. saying this, and, and half the listener base is going, it's a what? Or, they're, they're what? <laughs> how do, what? What about they're, all- they're Googling right now while this episode's playing. Yeah, it's all those other people who were too afraid to admit they weren't sure what it was, but thought it was a sex thing. Because that's where I was. That's where I was. I wasn't sure what it was, but I was pretty sure it was sexy stuff. You know why? <laughs> I've been thinking about this because I've been waiting for... I've I built a defense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you, wait, are you like a little upset that I'm not challenging you on this? Like, like like a tiny bit because I really expected you to yeah. to go at me. And, and, I, and I had got I had built a defense. I I I plans to go into baby court you your to case. get up on the stands. Oh, I see your briefcase over there. Yeah, okay. I, I had it ready. I was gonna unlatch it, open yeah. it up, and read off all of the defense things that I've got yeah, to, yeah, to yeah. support my argument. Then you get here. to say you rest your case and all that stuff. Yes. Yeah. As I rest my case of diapers <laughs> on my bed. Um, no, but <laughs> okay. So. I, I realize that the reason I think this is because nowhere in the English language do you ever use the word edible as an adjective oh. other than with edible underwear. That's true. You never say... I mean, nowadays we use it for gummies, but like, like, like weed gummies. Oh, yeah. But nobody, no, that's true. That's recent, recent. Yeah. I don't think anybody... But, but no, yeah. no, 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 because even then... You still say edibles. You yeah, don't use it as an adjective. No. You don't say edible weed. No yeah. one says that. You don't say, oh, this is an edible apple. No, it's they implied. Say it's edibles. So edible arrangements, the only thing in my mind that ever uses edibles as an adjective is underwear. Okay. Edible underwear. Yeah. That's the only, only thing. Yeah, they could have just said like a fruit basket. Like, like looking at that, That's, you could just say I'm sending someone a fruit basket. Right. I, I guarantee there's a more clever flower bouquet related name that goes yeah. along with food other than edible arrangements. <laughs> or, or like, That's, listen, that sound appears in my mind when I think edible arrangement. I, I think first I thought lingerie, then I thought like cheese and crackers or something. Like, I don't. This is this like doesn't correlate. Yeah, like a platter. Like a charcuterie board. Yeah, a coochie board. <laughs> Oh man, I feel I feel so good about this. But You're now, so right now about I'm why. thinking yeah. about now I'm I'm transitioning from this topic into edible underwear, which was not the intention. But now I want to <laughs> I want to talk about that. I've never I've never I've never had or seen or I've never I've, I've never even about, seen it on the internet. I've heard man I've heard gonna, words of it. This. I've also never seen it on the in my life. Okay, you know what? Like, Firstly, let's like, let's Google edible and see what comes up. Okay, you. Edible arrangements, edible flowers, that's, edible mushrooms. I think that's because you were looking up up the edible arrangements. So okay, like you're knows. right. No, hold on. Let me yeah, open go it into up. Like, I need a private window. Yeah, go into incognito mode. Okay. Okay, yeah. Edible arrangements. No, no, arrangement comes Edible right cookie dough, edible oh, flowers. Oh, edible cookie dough makes sense. Um, so edible arrangement seems like a really common thing, and now I'm, I'm actually worried again that we're going to be attacked for this. I'm looking up edible underwear. Okay, okay. Gummy undies. Okay, so are they all gummy? I've wondered this. Are they? Is it like a big fruit roll-up? This is how to make edible underwear. Is it like a? Is it like a fruit unroll-up? Like is that this, what's going this on? This is here? oh, you know those candy bracelets? Yeah. This is like candy bracelets, but it's like a bra and a g-string. Okay, I that's fine. I you know I don't think that's truly like edible. Like it's got string, you know. Like it's but it's, it's better than gummy. I don't want like gummy yeah, stuff all I over. Yeah, I feel like me. I feel like the second you get a little sweaty, it's like ooh, oh, don't eat that anymore. Like that's it feels weird. See, I feel like candy lingerie and edible lingerie are different things. I kind of thought. I kind of thought there was like this was like more of a real thing. Like, I guess I, it's it's something that people will talk about, and then do, it doesn't exist. <laughs> this this one is just a fruit roll up. It's like fifteen cut, fruit roll ups cut like a <laughs> cut like panties. Would you wear a fruit roll up cut like panties? <laughs> I sure wouldn't. I I don't. 
All right, let's get into the inevitable curse conversation. Okay. Edible diapers. No, Ed, no, absolutely let's not. Talk I'm, about I'm taking that. I'm taking let's it talk about and it. I'm punting it out the window. Let's talk about Boom. it. It's gone. Okay. No, you know, I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> it was, a, it had to say it. Yeah, you I had, had to say to. it and I had to reject it. I, I, I wanted you to, to reject it. I, I did. I, we're really on the same wavelength today and I appreciate that. Wow. I hope that this keeps going. The, the, the then we're going to struggle for a bit. No, us being on the same page. Oh, okay. 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 I, I was seeing you scroll. Okay. You've got to stop scrolling through these and start the episode. I want to just understand. I want to know what this is. I... I think oh. we've uncovered the, the depths of it and found them to be very shallow. <laughs> yeah, all right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the usual Bat Nates and Up H Play Discussion podcast. Every week we make a bat and the loser is in diapers for the next episode. I'm the big sister, counter extraordinary, and timeless kindergartener, Sophie E. Elizabeth. <sighs> I'm the baby sister and bat loser, Chloe Elizabeth. Yeah, you are. You little baby. <sighs> dumb little baby your little diaper baby <sighs> i just thought i had such a good idea to be perfectly fair i to be fair i would have chosen your anime it's not even that like, i like my anime concept a lot but i think that yours would be so much more interesting to watch it's not even that i lost. i'm not sad that i lost that's that's part of life you know <laughs> it's it's that i lost by so much it was a <laughs> avalanche and then and then to pour lemon juice in the wound i lost the sneakers tennis shoes things too yeah i i really i'm really upset i feel really defeated i i'm i'm i'm, I'm devastated i'm sorry chloe <sighs> do you need some diaper pads yeah okay stand up <laughs> i'll give you some good diaper pads That was pretty good. I feel better. Do you feel better? I do. That's okay. Anyone who's <laughs> made it this far into our show and doesn't know, the correct answer to make any little feel better is diaper pads. Yeah, like like just, three pads and then like a little bit of a, a little rub, bit of a and rub, then like three more pads. pads. It doesn't have to. You, people people think you know if you're wearing a diaper, you gotta do you gotta do stuff hard to make no, them feel it. You don't no. you don't gotta just, just like do a little rub, a little a waistband, pads, like, little bit of crinkles. That's all you need. Yeah. A diaper check, that's pretty good, too. Like those, you can do those a diaper like a, check. Little, little tiny things. Yeah, you here, I'll give you a diaper check, no. too. Oh, oh, oh. No, you're still trying. Yeah, I just put this on. We just started the episode. Hey, you never know, Chloe. <laughs> do you have things you want to talk about? Um, yeah, we're moving. Yeah, we're, we spent the whole have weekend. Have we talked about this? I don't know. I feel like we talked about we this. We must have. We're, we're moving. moving, and we spent the whole weekend packing our diapers. Yeah, Chloe spent the whole weekend packing her diapers. And I, me and my mommy helped you in your room while you packed your diapers. Yeah. and We uh, body doubled because you didn't want to pack your diapers alone. Kimmy's already packed all of her diapers. Oh my gosh, she's packed so many diapers, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, there's not a diaper left in her closet. She's <laughs> packed them all. <laughs> okay, I'm done with this joke. <laughs> I, it, it was a good joke. I hope I, one person laughed. That was my goal for that bit. But yeah, we are we are moving. We're oh my that. gosh! It's, it's so, stressful. Diapers, there are so many. We have and so, they're so big. Many. You things. guys don't understand. Like you think, wow, diapers are big and puffy, and they take up a lot of space. Like <gasps> they're they're massive. I in the Pathfinder bulk system. <laughs> diapers. I I understand the word bulk now. <laughs> bulk makes sense. They're not heavy. Well. Depends on how many you have, but they're not. And depends, depends. Yeah, make depends, it. Depends. Yeah, just do it. Depends. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, but, uh, but they're big. They they're, take up so much I, space. To get into our recording studio, also known as Sophie's bedroom, I had to shove past not one, but two cardboard box towers of diapers and then shoved past two gigantic like industrial garbage bags full of it Sophie and point. Lyra's diapers. Listen, because they're <laughs> diapers. You don't have to be like you don't you don't have to be cautious in packing your diapers. Yeah, the worst Man, you're gonna do is we're like We're gonna fluff have them a up. lot of <laughs> we're gonna have a lot of jokes here, guys. We're gonna say pack your diapers a lot and you guys can you can have all your sound bites that you want. Yeah, whoever counts every single time wins. I'm not giving you anything and I'm not verifying that you won, but you do win. <laughs> oh, 
man, you, you just made a game for some people. <laughs> um, it's that community engagement. But, man, packing our diapers was exhausting. It, it took all night it to took pack our diapers. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to be cautious about it. Yeah. You don't have to... You don't have to, to Put treat them, them kindly. In, in, you don't have to treat your diapers kindly when you pack them. Yeah. You you really just You can just go all out. <laughs> <laughs> so I really thought we were done with that I was, joke. I was using boxes to yeah. pack these diapers. I'm sitting here like, man, this is a waste of boxes. I need these boxes for other I stuff. I need these boxes for like fragile things in my life that I like my ego that I have to bring to the <laughs> new, <laughs> new place. So Fragile Things Like My Ego could be the episode name. Good to know. Uh, <laughs> but I editing editing. So we just started throwing them in big garbage yeah. bags, and now we have just piles and piles of packed diapers. <laughs> I made sure because I I didn't use any garbage bags. I would arrange them so that there were three packs in a box, and then when there was that, that empty space that nothing could fit in because diapers are shaped so fucking weirdly. Sorry, I'm the baby scissor. Baby. So so hecking weirdly. I would just shove baby clothes into that little crevice, just shove them in there. I use stuffers. I put stuffers in those Oh, that makes spots. sense. Man, but I have so many diapers. I, I personally can't even get into the amount of diapers I have, but I have Lyra's diapers yep. here too. Yep. And I thought, she's not here all that often. How many she diapers can she have? She has 85. 85 diapers. You counted? Yeah, because I'm putting them in the bag and I'm like, I'm going to count these and then I'm going to tease her for how many diapers she has here. 85? 85 diapers. Man, she's really worried about, about Leaky Lyra striking again, huh? Yeah, she she has so. protection. Yeah. But the problem is, there's so many. Like, I... there's so many kinds. There's so many styles. And there's so many different things and you're like okay well so-and-so diaper is on sale i'm gonna buy like a case of that or a half case of that and then it's like okay well now i have that diaper and we have like 30 of that diaper and now what do i do with the 30 of this other diaper that i don't even want really but it's also it was so cheap when i bought it and i had to buy it and like i got to the point where some diapers i'm like do i even want to yeah, bring this I, with me i i we we got to the point of like the Marie Kondo doesn't spark joy phase of diapers. Looking at diapers and going, I will never wear this I, unless I am down to my last diaper in like a, a world apocalypse where no more diapers can be produced or purchased. That is the only time I will wear this. This does not spark joy. I'm throwing it away. I'm I remember, throwing away diapers. I, I I have a big girl job. I do, yeah. a, I do big girl things yeah. as well as my little girl job, which is this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and writing baby smart. I'm glad you also have a little girl job. It's yeah. really important. Of course, yeah. You have to really broaden uh, all aspects yeah, of yourself. Of you need to encourage that personal growth in all facets of you. Yeah. Um, but I have a big girl job, so I make actual money. Yeah. Not like a ton of money, but I make enough money. And I remember back in the day... When I would have like these terrible, terrible diapers, absolutely, and awful I would, diapers. I'd be like, "Well, I have to hold on to them in because case I run out." Because what if I run out of diapers? Yeah, I need yeah. these really bad diapers. I I used to run out of diapers all the time. The idea that I would throw out diapers is so like anathema to me. Nowadays, I you know like how you can put hoops on, yeah, and then you can just take hoops off. So yeah. if like I'm gonna go to bed, I'll put on a hoop, and then yeah, I'll, I'll I'll you know get up in the morning for, like, work and then and, like, I'll take it off, and then I can yeah. use it again later, right? Uh, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I just if if a diaper's dry and I take it off, I'm just throwing it's, it away. It's gone because I I, I want too. a nice new fresh diaper next time I want my diaper. You you you're allowed to treat yourself to fresh diapers, Sophie. This is <laughs> this is definitely like privilege. For oh, it's me. super privilege. But, yeah. But the fact that we were looking at these diapers and going, well, this diaper isn't good enough to come <laughs> with me. This isn't worth. Pack this diaper's not worth packing. <laughs> That's the episode name. That's the episode name. That's the episode name. This that diaper isn't worth packing. Um, it's it's just it's wild to me how little I want some of these things. I know, and like you guys might I be thinking, killed like, for things like this before. Yeah, you, you might be thinking at home. What what diapers are these? Like what 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 brands do they hate so much? And 
I couldn't tell you the brands of these diapers. They were just That's things why. that I had. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what is this blue thing? Why is it blue? Why, why it's all blue? What is this thing? Bambino I, has those like diapers with the hoops that yeah. are like they're not. They have like the stretchy wings. Yeah. And they don't have the right vibe because they feel like almost like those belted depends undergarments. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. I, I hate them a lot, but I bought them because I was like, oh, the, the tapes look really cute, so yeah. I want to try them. And I probably used half of them, so I have like five left. Yeah. And I looked at those and I'm like, you're Never going right in the trash. <laughs> you're going in the trash before your time. <laughs> you're not getting packed at all. <laughs> Man, that's a bomb tundra. <laughs> okay, yeah. okay. I... I did the same thing. I did it with a bunch of diapers that I'm just like, who are you? How did how did you come into my closet? How how who snuck you into my diaper closet? Go away. Then again, I found some other diapers that I'm like, who are you? <laughs> like what what are you? I, I've never what? seen this in my life. What is, what is this? I and now like I could have thrown like they're not even good ones, but yeah. I could have thrown them away. But I'm I was kind of like, like, well, I kind of want to. I want to just try it. <laughs> I'm just curious at this point. I, I, I'm really happy to be in such a place of privilege nowadays that I could I could get rid of the truly bad diapers that I didn't want mm-hmm. to keep. It, For sure, it was a really nice feeling. I I super subscribe to the does it spark joy or not cleaning method because like. As, as a person with ADHD, I hoard a lot of stuff. Yeah. Maybe stuff included. For sure. I, the amount of pacifiers that I, I had, I oh, was like, man. I couldn't even hold them all. I I'm looking so at them many... like, like, where did this come from? Well, I don't, who gave me this? Lyra was getting a pacifier for me the other day, but I wanted a very specific one. Yeah. And she's going through and she's like, she she's like that, I can't hold all these lines <laughs> yeah. with the, like pacifiers. She's yeah. like, why do you have so many of these? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. See, the thing is, I, I only use like two of them. Yep, and exactly. The other ones, but it's are like, like, well, I need to make sure the colors match in yeah. case I wear an X outfit. Oh, yeah. There's there's some that I don't I don't suck on them. I they're 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 an accessory. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the the heights of baby privilege. Apparently, I've never you know I've never considered baby privilege as like a concept. When I was younger, I had, like, one pacifier, and it wasn't even a good pacifier. Oh, it was terrible. And when I would, like, if I, I actually had an adult baby pacifier once, and I lost Bougie. it. And I was so sad because I, I never found it again. And it's, like, devastating because I'm like, well, I, did, I didn't get another one for, like, two years. Yeah, yeah. And now they're, like, five bucks. I, I like, paid, a pack of yeah, three. Yeah. Paying, like, $80 You can for get my them on Amazon one. Prime delivered to your door. <laughs> And I'm just next like, day shipping. I, yeah, I'm like I don't even know anymore. Yeah, I, I used to have to go to like a mall to two cities away yeah, yeah. in order to buy a pacifier, a baby, or a pacifier. baby pacifier. And now I'm like, I'll oh just, my gosh, I always get 500 of them shipped to my house. Nowadays, I won't even like touch a baby pacifier. I have some I won't get rid of just for like sentimental value. Yeah. But like I would never use one. I exclusively have baby pacifiers for like um, if I want to do like a super glue kind yeah, of super thing. Yeah, super glue passion. But honestly, the big ones are so cheap now it's just easier to get one yep. of those i and like, like i'm probably gonna throw away all my baby pacifiers when I, I move i haven't gone through the pacifiers yet it took yeah. me this long to get through the diapers yeah oh my gosh i also I we're still here for like a month right yeah like so i full, had to decide a over a month. how many diapers oh, to yeah. leave out of the the packing so process stressful. i had to keep a few cleaned yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clean, unpacked diapers. Unpacked diapers, just yeah. for later. I and I had to decide how many that is, and I'm sitting here thinking, I know when I go on vacation and I pack like eight diapers, <laughs> and then I use one, like, and I know I'm gonna do that again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I was in the same boat, <sighs> man, man. Baby moving's a trip. I know I've told this story before. But I remember the last time, not the last time, two two or three times ago when I moved, we had all these extra diapers that were really, really cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we used them for packing material to, like, keep our plates safe. <laughs> we wrapped our plates in these, like, crappy diapers, and then we threw them out once we got to the new place. I but it kept all our plates so safe. Much. <laughs> Baby life is wild. Baby life is wild. I, I, I never think about things like this. Like, like... My mommy was like, well, they're already packed up, like, in their little, like, sealed things. Why do we have to, like, put them in boxes? And I'm like, honey, we can't. 
go into our new home and just be carrying armfuls after armfuls of diaper into like our new our new home like we can't have the neighbors knowing we're infants right away they have to find out gradually over time yeah like when our neighbor saw mark in his diaper <laughs> slut daycare oh my shirt. gosh we haven't talked about that have we no i don't think so oh my gosh that's incredible so so okay i i don't know if everyone on the internet is aware i assume everyone is but i can't confirm every single person yeah. on the internet is aware of this fact yeah. so there is a shirt and it says diaper slut daycare like abdl on it and it's like a daycare worker shirt yeah and it's adorable it's cute i love it and Pudding, as a fun fun bit, bought it for Mark. Yeah. And he wears it all the time as pajamas because it's like, it's really comfortable. It's comfortable. It fits him good. And he, he wears it all Man, the time. Man, listen, if you buy Mark a shirt, he'll he wear will, it. He'll wear it. It doesn't matter what's on it. If it fits, he will wear it. He won't wear it out. He won't yeah. go places in it, but he'll wear it like around the house. I've, Unless. I've bought Mark so many shirts. <laughs> I, it's, it's unbelievable. The, he'll wear literally anything. He won't wear them out, out and about, out of the house, unless you catch him first thing in the morning when he's not thinking about it and ask him, hey, will you go out to the bus, the baby bus really quick and get something? And he'll be like, sure. Because he's a nice boy. And then he'll walk out in his diaper slut daycare ABDL shirt and go and talk to our neighbor who was just right in the backyard, like right next to the bus. And he'll have a full conversation with her without realizing what his shirt says. And then for extra measure, he'll accidentally honk the horn on the baby bus so to get her attention doubly so for when he comes back through with his diaper slut ABDL daycare shirt. I'm so glad we're moving. <laughs> <laughs> he... He has resigned himself to never seeing our neighbor again. Anytime. Ever. Anytime he sees her through the window, he like hides he runs, behind the corner. He runs. I, she, walked, she walked by the window recently and he was like, oh my God. And he like ducked and he's like, I can't let her see me. <laughs> She'll be outside and he'll be like, oh, I can't. I can't go out there. I can't take out trash tonight. Uh, the neighbors are out there. I, I can't be seen by them. Someone else has to do it. And the best part is. He's the only one who's not a diaper slot <laughs> ABDL daycare attendee <laughs> in the house. He's the only person who is not affiliated with that. Yep. And now they think that it's it's his thing, and it's that's incredible. so fun. It's so great having your like token vanilla friend. <laughs> vanilla is the wrong word, but not ABDL. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Man, it, it is a good thing we're moving. <laughs> I'm so excited. I. <sighs> You're, you guys will hear a lot more about the escapades of us moving, oh, I'm, sure, I'm sure, because it's literally all we're going to do over the next, like, it's, month. It's, oh, which brings me to the next point. Our next episode of the show is going to be um, a run-through of our, the next day on Perpetual Change. So if you've been enjoying that, then get excited for day four. I'm thrilled and anxious. And the week after that, we are not having a real episode because I'm going to be out of town. I'm helping Lyra move her stuff because... This is my life now. Moving is, <laughs> is all of what I do. It's because you not only have to move all of your stuff, you have to f go to Mars, requisition a spaceship, and fly all of Lyra's stuff to our undisclosed move location. It's really going to be like, uh, like a whole Star Wars smuggling thing, <laughs> like trying to get all her diapers on the spacecraft. Oh my gosh. Good yeah. luck. Thanks. Um, but, so, yeah. yeah, so we're, we're going to have... This week is a normal week. Next week, we got perpetual change. And the week after that, we are taking the week off. Um, yes. We might have like a tiny little mini episode. To I'm like, sure we'll have like something in there. Yeah, to give you guys. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Do you have like, like anything else to talk about? Are yes, we oh. actually. Okay. Um, Casa asked us uh, a question and I thought that it was a really good question I want to okay. address on the show. Um, even though I think that um, there is a... a Amounts of this that we are unable to properly address. Okay. Okay. So, Caso wanted to know about the classic logical fallacy in which a little cannot understand why a big wants to take care of them. Okay. This this plagues me all the time. Um, I, so, I, I have some words on this. A little's... I think this is a unifying experience. Yeah. I had a panic attack about this like two days if ago. If you're not a big and you're a little, I feel like every single little has asked this question. Yeah. I We're haunted by it. <laughs> it's the ghost that follows all of us. <laughs> I I I have like 
like coping mechanisms for this, like established coping mechanisms and belief structures to deal with this nowadays. I actually um, had a a criticism once from someone who listened to our Age Play 101 episode about like, oh, this is very informative about what being little is and what age play is, but why do bigs want to take on the role of being a big? And Chloe... I don't know. So I've got like, like there. That's that's a question. That's 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 in a scope of beyond what me and you can appropriately yeah. explain because I, we are not bigs. I can approximate it. And I've talked since then. I've talked to bigs about yeah. it, and I've asked like a lot of questions related to this concept. But even then, it's very it's a personal answer, and yeah. the same way being little is a personal answer. Honestly, yeah, we should we should have our mommies on sometimes to like for really really address this. But like for sure. But I want to try to approach this from our perspective, yeah. um, from me and you as as a mature adult psychology major and uh-huh. a little baby girl in a diaper. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know. Yeah, great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so this idea of like. Why would a big want to take care of you? Well, first, I want to talk about, like, 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 the the concern there, right? Like, what, like, the universal little experience mm-hmm. there. Uh, the, the anxiety of not being able to understand, like, why someone would take care of you. Why someone would don this role, like, sacrificial role where they do everything for you, right? Sacrificial is a really good word here. Yeah. I, I I had a panic attack about this like two days ago and had like a meltdown about feeling like a burden um, and didn't successfully employ my coping mechanisms. Um, and and that was on me and it's really stressful. And I hope... A big reason why Lyra and I actually struggle with bigness yeah. is not because we don't want to be big for each other. It's yeah. because we don't understand why the other one would want to be. Yeah. So then we kind of fall into this, like, well, I don't want you to baby me because you're not a big kind of thing. Yeah. And you get, like, overanalyzing it and thinking, like, well, I want the person to want to do it because they want to do it. And, like... And then I'm making them do it. Yeah. And, like, yeah. if this is something they're doing for me. And, yeah. And... I want everybody listening to know that's super normal and everyone thinks like that. You just have to not. Yeah, let me explain why. Um, so so there's, there's this psych term called egocentrism, okay. which is the belief that what you believe is what everyone in the world believes. Yeah. And like you are, you know, the the sole foundation of belief in the world. Yeah, everyone else is an NPC. They're yeah. not, they don't exist. And Piaget says that that goes away around the age of one and a half. Oh, okay. So um, the logical answer here is all of you are such babies <laughs> that you can't understand why someone else might have different yeah, views. Yeah, so if you dunk on our audience... <laughs> Just really take him to baby psych court. <laughs> Roundhouse if kick you've, him into the If you've pen. ever had a feeling where you don't understand why a big would ever want to take care of you, it's because you're a little baby. It's because you're a little <laughs> diaper baby. I want you to know that. Um, to expound on that a little bit. Uh, in actuality, it mm-hmm. has been researched and discovered that egocentrism does not go away, really, as you yeah. age. So um, we still constantly have this belief. It's it's a logical fallacy where we assume that what we know, what we believe, and what we feel is the general norm of society. Yeah. It's You can't see outside yourself. Yeah. And this, and until you start getting into a lot of rational thought and then abstract thought in a way of like disproving yourself, but mm-hmm. this is this is actually you actively refuting your own initial thoughts and feelings. It's yeah. it's the idea of you don't go like, oh yeah, like I'm a little, but no one else is a little or whatever. It's actually like, oh, I'm a little, so everyone else is a little, but uh, no one else is really a little. So now I'm going to like amend that fact, and mm-hmm. it's almost like you're. Um, you're adjusting all the information you learn throughout your life to sort of combat your egocentrism rather than your egocentrism just going away. This is also why people assume that when you know a fact, other people generally know a fact. Yep. Or if you if you have seen a TV show, it must be a popular TV show. Or if oh, you haven't seen this? Yeah, you have exactly. To start watching it. That's crazy. You haven't seen this. Uh, and or like if you like this or you have an opinion about this, this is also the re- also the reason why people 
defend themselves so much is because like yeah of course this is the right answer because i think it's the right answer which means it, it is because i the world ends with me <laughs> right so it, this is a, a really big logical fallacy that we um we deal with our entire lives and we start sort of amending that fallacy we start adjusting our personal worldview to at least logically acknowledging we are not the sole belief system yeah. in the world and then from that being able to actually apply that to the world those are two different things being able to say well obviously i'm not the only belief system in the world versus actually acknowledging well that person has a completely different one and i have to respect their individual mm -hmm. belief system is th those are two different steps of the process yep that's actually part of how i handle my coping mechanism is because i can't conceptualize why someone would want to to treat me like a little baby toddler. And the reason why is because you struggle yourself to want those things. Yep. If, if you want those things, it is easier to accept that others want those things yes. too. Um, so, because I, I can't cross that gap instead, what I, I wind up doing as my coping mechanism is I just ask, hey, do you, are, are you happier? Are you good? Are you green? Are you enjoying this? And then I radically trust their answer because you can't do anything else. If you pick at that answer and doubt them and like make a whole deal of it, you're not going to feel any better. I, I instead, and you can only obviously do this with someone you radically trust, but I radically trust my, their answer. If I would live and I'm feeling insecure and I don't know, I'm feeling like a burden. I'm like, Hey, are you, are you enjoying this? Are you happy? And she's like, yeah, of course. And then I'm like, okay, just going to believe in that way more than my own like internal bias. Part of having to combat the idea that your beliefs are not the universal beliefs means that in one vein, this is a forked system where mm -hmm. the first prong is that we attempt to understand, which is why we ask questions, which is why we try to learn information, which is why this question comes up of what does a big even get out of it, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that that's curiosity trying to understand the world around you however because you can never actually feel the way that someone else feels and you can never experience life the way that they experience it there are limitations to understanding and mm -hmm. that falls on to trust um I, i'm getting pretty psych about this <laughs> but but this is applicable to pretty much anything oh yeah like this is the reason why you can try to understand someone's gender experience or their race um but you never fully can you yeah. never fully will unless you are in the same situation which falls into that second category that's when you have to be like okay i don't understand you i might even i might even logically comprehend the reasons behind mm -hmm. what you're doing but but the the feelings don't match and they never can they never will so yep. you have to fall back on to trust and you have to believe so what important. they say <laughs> um and challenging someone in that vein of trust is really difficult yep. because you're you're basically putting a burden of proof on them to argue against your egocentrism and, and argue that, against your perception of the world i can tell you from experience that's not going to make you feel better like e even if they they win the argument then like you've really removed yourself from like the moments like of them littling you and you're in a totally different space entirely and if anybody can take something away from this episode i want it to be that some things are not understandable and yeah. that is okay oh my gosh it's i love that some things aren't understandable <laughs> it's, it's so important to me <laughs> it's fine that you can't understand something or even if you can rationally explain something yep. the fact that you can't um emotionally explain something like like this comes up in intensity of like okay i see that you're oppressed or i see that yeah. you this makes you feel this way so you acted this way but why did you act that strongly like i wouldn't have acted that strongly it's like yeah because you understand the logical aspects but you don't understand yeah. the emotional ones and you you can't you can't you you can't put yourself in someone else's space there's a limitation this is people they're, oh man okay <laughs> we're getting really philosophical but the idea that you could imagine you could imagine you could put yourself in someone's shoes and you could fully understand everything that mm -hmm. they go through right and imagine that is something that you were physically able to do uh people think that's a good thing like oh put yourself in someone else's shoes but that is an empathy training thing that is like a that's practice on empathy mm -hmm. but the idea of actually being able to do that destroys your sense of self you no longer have 
personal ego. You don't have, that's ego death. (laughs) Egocentrism is a preservation of ego. (laughs) Like understand you don't want egocentrism to be gone because you would cease to be an individual. You'd cease to be you. And you would just be part of a conglomerate of human knowledge. Uh, <laughs> but that's not what we want. That's not how we explore the world. We, we want to be able to be limited. We want to not understand everything. And our goal is to do our best to understand and where we fail mm-hmm. is to trust in our partners and our friends it's, and the people is... who are talking to us that their experiences are legitimate. Even outside of little stuff, like it, it's so critical to understanding people like we could not have our baby commune if we couldn't trust the people in this house trust in their differences and and what they say in their words and stuff because i can't understand pudding's perspective on things i just have to trust that she is being honest when i ask her like hey how do you feel about this thing like i i it's critical to all forms of communication which is why you can't just answer the question of what do bigs get out of it it's like that's not an answerable question. Like, and even if it was, it wouldn't matter because maybe your big isn't getting that out of it. Like the random arbitrary thing that me and Sophie say. Right. And I also want to say on the concept of trust of like the idea of being able to put your trust in someone. When we say that, we're not saying that the other person is responsible for always telling you the truth. Oh, yeah, no. Um, Man, this gets really, it's... really complicated and really... Uh, Oh, we're 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 jumping into some some hazy lines here. Yeah. But I I want to try to express that responsibility in trust comes down to both parties. Mm-hmm. It's your responsibility to trust another person when they say something, not because they are telling you the truth, but because you are choosing to believe what they say over your own doubt. Over your own doubt. Yeah. Exactly. And that being said, the other person, say someone tells you something and you have to respond, you are telling them what you feel or what you think or whatever, mm-hmm. not because you owe it to them, but because you want them to understand you better. Yep. Now, we're, we're getting into some like little helpful psychology hints and therapy hints to help you guys function in everyday society, mm-hmm. but I want you to know... People who say, are you okay? And you say, yeah, I'm fine. And that's a lie. That's not a bad thing. You're you're okay to say, I'm fine. You're lying there is not trying to deceive because chances are you failed at deception there. They they know know that that something is upset. (laughs) But what you are saying is in the reality that we're creating, when you ask, am I okay? I need to say, yes, I'm fine here in order for my own personal defenses. I need to set up my own walls right now. And when I feel comfortable, I will come to you with a problem and acknowledge that problem. And we can talk about that problem when I feel like that's a reality I can handle. For now, I'm going to say I am fine, not because I want to lie to you, Yep. But because what I need is for things to be fine for a minute. Yep. And then when someone says that to me, I always respond with, okay, if that changes, please talk to me. I'm, I'm here for you. And this also falls back on the reason why you really should try and why I try. When people fall back and retract their statements mm-hmm. and they, they step away from something they said before and they say a new thing, not to counter that with but you said or like but you did this you said that it's like no they have changed where they're at they are in a new position where they're able to confront the reality where this is the thing they want to talk about and you should be encouraging that rather than trying to dispute whether or not it is right or wrong because like again in that moment you're like you're like fighting with like facts instead of trying to understand the person and you have to, again, trust them and trust their new thing they're saying because, like, that's the closest you're going to get to really understanding somebody. I think that when it comes to kink and when it comes to things that uh, need explicit consent, this is a huge problem mm-hmm. because that element of immediate trust is is it can be dangerous because yep. if you say, are you cool with this? And they say yes, but actually they mean no, but right now they can't say no. It's like, well, how are you supposed to handle that? Are you supposed to keep going? This is why training safe words into your vocabulary is very important. Yeah. Um, because 
reinforcing words like red and yellow during a scene mean that they're less likely to say green if they're not green. Yeah. Um, and this is also a reason why if you can in a conversation with someone where someone asks, are you fine? If you can, try to say no, but I don't want to talk about it right now. Yep. Or like I... try to try to say like, um, I, I'm not sure. Can we come back to this later? Or like you I... can, lying is, is <sighs> lying isn't bad. It's not a bad thing <laughs> to use it to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. If you need to, to create a barrier, it's okay if that's what you need to do. But ultimately, if you can communicate both the truth and the defenses you need to put up right now, that's even better. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's okay to, to not tell the truth like that, like, and, or to tell partial truths like the, no, I'm not okay, but I don't want to talk about it. And it, it's, I'm really actually like proud of the kink community with the stoplight system and everything. Mm -hmm. Like that's really good that we do that. Like I know I, I would never in the past have used red, like, and I know that's terrible to say, but like I. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> so with you. I, the anxiety of upsetting the person I am, yep. I am in a scene with, in an intimate scene with, by just like stopping it. Yep. Oh, that's panic attack material. But being able to be like yellow or like slow down. That's really good. And and this is the exact reason why cultivating a space where people don't have to always tell you the truth about something mm -hmm. is, is okay. Yep. You and want to build a sense of trust where it's not going to be retaliatory if someone says that they're fine and then they come back and tell you later. Because let me tell you, they're not going to stop saying they're fine. They're going to stop coming back and telling yep. you that they weren't. And like it all ties back into like, what asking someone in the moment when you're you're worried about like are what are they getting out of this are they enjoying this am i being a burden blah 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 when they're littling you it ties all the way back into being like hey are you still enjoying this and just trusting them to say yes because when you're asking like are are you why are you liking this or does this make you happy and they say yes you're you're basically asking are you green and they're saying yes and if they give you another answer they're just saying like yellow and that's okay too but if you have to trust them just like you would trust them to use safe words properly yeah and you're not going to communicate more like if if they say if, if they say something and you question it like if someone's green and you like start like questioning it over and over again like you're just showing that you don't trust them and that creates... and that lack of trust isn't because like you don't people say like you don't trust me or like whatever is, is a it's a big thing but what that yeah. is is saying is you're putting your own doubt and your own egocentrism over their belief system yeah and and you, you can't do that you can't do that i do think clarification or reassurance if you need it is perfectly okay oh, to yeah, ask for it, it but I you need, need to <laughs> respect the way that people respond yep. to you i i used to be a lot worse about needing it um when i was much younger and oof i i would are you really liking this well are you sure like 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 are you sure about this are you sure about that did you like that Nowadays, I've managed to get it down to the very rare, like, just one answer. Okay. And I'm very proud of that. <laughs> yep. It's your responsibility to be able to trust your partner. Um, that is also develop trust with your partner mm -hmm. before you put yourself in situations like kink where trust is uh, a requirement. Um, but also for you to try to be honest if someone is asking you for your yeah. comforts and and what you say that way you can build that trust and express to them like hey i'm not lying or i'm not saying something that isn't true and if you need to and then later on you change your mind don't take that as like a oh man i, I know we're getting really off topic here but like the idea that someone says yeah i'm fine and then later on says well no i'm not fine and then your immediate thought is well next time they say they're fine how am i supposed to trust them no, that's you trust them at the first word. Just, just <laughs> you have to believe what they say when they're saying it, and if they come back and say that that wasn't true and this is the new truth, mm -hmm. work within that new reality. Don't, don't blame them for not being able to say it in the first place. Yeah. Your goal is after something happens, say someone does something they didn't want to do, weren't able to say no. Your goal is mitigation. Yeah. It's how can I make sure that next time they feel comfortable enough to say this, yep. not we're never gonna do it again. It's it's making sure that that trust gets fostered 
and you're comfortable expressing yourselves with each other. And that is not going to happen by holding on to a quote unquote lie. Yep. What was the question? <laughs> yeah, what you were got we talking you about? got wildly off face. Um, we were talking about uh, what like bigs get out of littling people, and right. because that's not an answerable question, we had to explain why that's not an answerable question. That being said, I do think that me and you, even though we would never identify as bigs and really can't answer this question very yeah. well, do have tendencies where we can be in charge or act bigger. Um, yep. In which case, we can talk about what we get out of it. Yeah, and. Again, like if I was like playing with someone and they were like, oh, well, why are you doing this? Like, are you sure you like this? I would just say, yeah, I, I enjoy this. I want to be doing this. And they would have to trust me. My reasons for it are that I like making the people close to me happy. I, I don't do this with people who aren't really close to me. I do it because I like spoiling them and making them happy in a really special, intimate way that other people don't get to do. It, it feels like a part of a private club and we have like shared secrets and connections and stuff and it's special it's it's a special bond and i think of it that way and that's probably because i'm a little myself and it's I, a way of being able to express that specialness yeah, with that person exactly that intimacy and making them happy that makes me feel good like i i enjoy making them happy i think there's probably a large percentage of bigs who who maybe all of them who are like i, I like making my partner happy of course <laughs> i like doing things to make my partner happy because i think that's what all partners do for each other <laughs> yeah and i i do think that that's the go-to for things like this yeah. for anything you don't understand or seems like it's like you being selfish it's like oh well it makes you happy and that makes me happy and it's like well that feels like a little bit of a cop-out answer it's, but it's like it's not but like <laughs> i will say right now to to quantify that better yeah to please. jump into the space of oh it makes you happy so it makes me happy i've thought about this a lot mm -hmm. i do like babying lyra yep. i am certainly not like her big and i i don't want to be in the position where i'm thought of as a big for personal identity yeah, reasons but i do like babying her why do i want to baby her and what are the the situations that get me into that place one is yes i like the idea of making her happy mm -hmm. um but to to push that further is I like to know that I'm useful. Oh, yeah. That's I a really like, good one. I like to know that I'm able to make someone else feel these these wonderful things. And yes, honestly... The special powers to press secret buttons that other people don't know about being to make a little like... And also being a writer as a little means that I have a lot of knowledge and influence in this space, in mm -hmm. this, this personal sphere. And... I love the idea of being able to apply that in a way that makes me feel like I'm good for something. Yeah. To almost counter the idea of being baby where sometimes I do feel like a burden, knowing that I get to make Lyra that happy or see her smile like that or make her feel the feelings that I like to feel makes me feel like I'm, I'm good at something. And um, some days I almost want to baby her even if she doesn't ask for it, just because I'm feeling like I'm not good at things yeah. and I, I want to feel like I'm good at something. For sure. Making someone else happy isn't just, well, I'm doing this for you. It's the idea of knowing that you can, you can make a difference, that you can change things. Mm -hmm. So from my perspective, I think that the joy of being a big is, is knowing what a difference you're making in others, knowing how important you are. For sure. And yeah, that's, that's my personal philosophy. That's it. a lot. That's a lot like what I was saying. I, a big could have any philosophy or any version of what I said or what you said and stuff mm -hmm. for their own reasons. And like, like you'll never actually get to know. And gosh, like asking someone like a normal person to quantify their feelings on why they, they, they want to do something. That's, that's, that's that's so mean. You should you shouldn't do that. It's so hard to do. Humans aren't meant for that. We're not meant to quantify our, our, our thoughts and emotions and why we do things. We really stink at it. Coming back to we're gonna wrap this up full circle. Mm -hmm. You can understand as much as you can try to understand, yeah. but eventually it's going to come down to trust. Yep. And just like you have to trust others, sometimes you just have to trust yourself. Yes. 
and I, I, that's 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 it at the end of the day. Nails wow. it, crushed it, <laughs> got it. I'm really sure this is what Castle was hoping for. <laughs> he wanted like some funny jokes and like, yeah. oh, what word does this mean? And yeah. how do I like what? What can we call this? And let's be funny about it. Yeah, and we're like, let's deconstruct the entire concept. <laughs> yep. Um, I do think this is a really important topic. I think being little and being big are feelings that a majority of the population does not understand and very likely never will. And that's just part of this community. That's part of this way it's, of life. It's part of the world. Like it, it's part of like being like a human person. Yeah. Like it's it, it's it's all the time every day. You have to like well your friend your best friend who you're like insecure about. You're like oh why are they even friends with me when you're having like a really bad day. You just have to trust that they have their own reasons and they want to. Like, you can ask them to make an itemized list of why this person wants to be friends with you. But really, you should just trust that they want to and, like, trust in their agency. This always comes down to me, um, the concept that belief is a choice. Yep. I, I know that a lot of people would argue with me on this. And to be fair, I'm not a philosopher. So, like, maybe I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. The way I generally see the world is that at the end of the day, what you believe is what you choose to believe. Mm -hmm. You can use evidence to support you. You can, you can have um, as much information to back you up as you feel is necessary. And a lot of people need to over-rely on that information in order to prove their point because of a myriad of different yeah. reasons, usually low self-esteem, or they think that they can't verify their own information well enough, or that they personally are not enough of a a reason why something is the way that it is or coming back yeah. to your idea of well why does my friend like me that yeah. doesn't make sense because your friend could give you a list of a thousand things and you could read them all and because they don't make sense to you or you, you can't apply them to you, you just disregard yeah, it nope they're wrong about me they're wrong about me that all these things they like about me well that they're not true i know me better than them <laughs> you you have people who use an over-reliance on Facts. Facts, quote unquote, or like trying to find evidence. Yeah. But that evidence is all filtered through your personal perception. It is the things that the things that you see as evidence will be ones that you choose as supports and choose to negate. And, and the things that you don't agree with, oh no, I'm going to throw that away. The objective truth of things is so abstract and trying to quantify everything based on statistics and, and rights and wrongs pretty much just locks you into feeling like you you don't get to make the choice, yeah. that, that it has to be proven to you. And the problem is the burden of proof tends to fall on others. And really, you're just, if you want to talk about being a burden, you're burdening them by, oh, yeah. by not trusting them. By, That's that's the real that's the real zinger like like you you are you're doing much worse by not trusting people yeah so i think that at the end of the day you have to choose what it is that you believe in you have to mm -hmm. choose who you believe in i can give you a mountain of evidence why something is and you can believe me or you cannot believe me you can look at the way that things are in the world and you can say one thing's real or you could say the opposite thing is real you could know for a fact that what you're saying is illogical and reasonable and completely fabricated and mm -hmm. still wholeheartedly believe it because that's the choice that you made. And that's that's how people are. <laughs> so understand your power here and know that you get to choose. You get to pick your beliefs. You get to pick who to trust. You get to You get to decide if your internal egocentric monologue is right or if the person that you're asking for their opinion is right. And also a little bit in there there comes in with what do you what are you even going to get out of being right here? Like if 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 you really think that this person doesn't want to be littling you and you're just being selfish and they're doing it out of some sense of obligation, are you, are you really going to feel better if you prove yourself right and destroy whatever is going on there for like their sake or something or would it just be better to trust in them and their agency? Yep. Like being right isn't always winning. <laughs> it rarely is. <laughs> Man, is that a topic? I think so. Wow. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Thanks for listening to our show. No, nope, nope, we need a bet. Oh. Yeah. We agreed the whole episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
We have to disagree on something. I don't wanna. <laughs> I like agreeing with you. Okay. Okay. So, like, one episode where we don't disagree. We're going to record our perpetual change thing later today. Sure. We have to find a bet on that one. We don't do bets on perpetual change. Okay. So during, we're going to, this episode is going to be betless. The perpetual change episode is going to have the bet. We must have a bet. Which will then be whether or not we wear diapers in the far future. (laughs) Yes. Who wears diapers in the far future? Yeah. Because there's not going to be, even if we do make a bet right now, it's not going to matter because we're already recording the next episode in a little bit. You're so right. And we always wear diapers for perpetual change. So we're going to have to make a bet during the, the perpetual change recording. Yep. Okay, I like that. Usual bet delayed. <laughs> if you want to vote on other bets in the future. Or whatever bet comes for perpetual change. And if you want to do uh, mini episodes, we still do those. Sometimes. And if you want to watch our live play, let's play live play <laughs> of perpetual change instead of just listening to it. You can do so at patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Where? Patreon.com slash Sophie and Pudding. Um, we got a lot of emails about your little cultural experiences. Yeah, like um, the, the, the stuff we were talking about last episode. Like, how what does being little look like? Like, I haven't gone through them all yet, um, but uh, I don't know if we'll talk about them on the show. If we do, then we'll do it next time we record, which, which will be is in a, a few while weeks. From now. So <laughs> if you are just catching up and you do have a cultural thing, please send it to you our email send it. at theusualmailbox@gmail.com. Maybe we'll talk about it on the show. Also, people who are in the Discord, you should send them as emails and not the very, very, very long discussions on different foods in the podcast channel. Yeah, we got into like. Food, little food arguments. Yeah. <laughs> Kimmy got into a war about different kinds of barbecue. It was crazy. If you want to get in fights about food, you can do that at patreon.com. Food fight. Food fight. <laughs> All right. Um, that's it. So thank you, Mimi, for help with our theme song. Thank you, Juice, for a wonderful cover art. You can find her at patreon.com slash juiceboxart. Shame on Kimmy for your barbecue wars. You can find her at bboyhyphenkimmy.tumblr.com. She got into the real barbecue wars. Shame. Shame. All right. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone.